So, Jer, we had um, Kate got some uh, pasta from dinner, and she brought it home, and hey. it was like this, uh, like this eggplant pasta, and it just got me thinking: Have we like, are we done with the eggplant yet? <laughs> have we tried everything there is to try about it? <laughs> it's just not working. Can you we give up on it? <laughs> People have been trying to be so adventurous with the eggplant, but we just need to leave it in the past. I think we just have to let it go. Just let it go. We need to move on from the eggplant. It's not happening. You think it's that nasty, eh? It's not even that it's not nasty. It's like, it, does anybody want it? Nobody wants it. I don't think they do. Okay, and welcome back to another episode of the Open Road Podcast with your hosts, Calvin and Jeremy. Welcome here, dear listeners. Thank you for tuning in once again. Jeremy, how are you doing today, my friend? Oh, I am doing quite well. I have a, a tiny bit of sickness that has seemed to creep in a little bit, so if you notice yeah, anything it's weird with not... my voice, <laughs> that's what It that is, is Jeremy, folks, and he doesn't sound anything like him, and he sounds a little melodramatic today, but it is him. I have been soaking in the melodrama all day. I had my hood up. I was like curled you in a blanket. You seem kind of sad. I've like you told sad. me that you just plopped yourself. You just plopped yourself on the computer all day and transferred uh, files onto your new external hard drive. That sounds Dude, like a sad day. Uh, it actually is a bit of a sad day, but that's the thing. To have such a glamorous lifestyle as a podcaster and video editor yes. like me, you need to have days like this. There's files. It's not all glitz and glam. No, it's not. Uh, but if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, welcome. It is all about helping you find adventure in the everyday. Uh, you know, there's easy ways to find adventure, big trips, travel, this, that, and the other. But this podcast Heck. tries to get beyond that and say, let's look at today. Let's seize the day. Let's carpe diem and do the best with what we have. We're over it. We're <laughs> so over it. <laughs> Well, and, so, it is, and it is funny because this episode really, um, it, you know, if this is the first time you're listening, we, we are sorry. We have zero guests today and zero plan. But in order just to keep consistent. Don't and, apologize. And to forge ahead, we are recording and we are uh, chatting about what sometimes the mundanity of life brings our way. I've got way more interesting stuff to talk about. Okay, okay so, that's good. I have some too, but just letting people know that usually we have an okay. interview. Yeah, usually we do have an interview. World-class people. Today it's just us. Uh, B-list celebrity at best. <laughs> so today, today uh, it's Saturday, Saturday, pouring rain. So I, I go to Home Depot. I'm going to get some supplies to do a little project at home. I'm redoing our, stair, our staircase. And so and usually, Jer, I wouldn't get lumber at Home Depot. It's just not good there. Right. But uh, Saturday, our Terrible local lumberyard lumber in Port... It's terrible lumber. Anyways, it's Saturday, and I didn't think of this project till like last night and this morning. So um, I'm going in there, and I have my list, and I'm kind of, you know, roaming the. Uh, it's all the inside aisles, which is the nice thing about Home Depot is you're getting lumber there. Um, going the aisles, and I, I'm looking for something particular, and I, so I go and ask someone, and I ask them kind of like a not, not a technical question at all, but just that I'm looking for some balusters for to do a railing, and uh, it's this older gentleman. And, you know, I'm kind of like, 
walking in there, got my hoodie on, got my long hair, and yep. he just looks at me, what are you trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't want to have to like explain myself. I know what I want and what I need. Just please, just trust me. I might not look that competent, but believe me, dude, I know what I'm doing. Just get me to the right stuff. And he would not let me go without giving him the, the full my, my full plan and rundown of the project. Are you and then serious? he had to like I mean, it's like I I get it. I mean, and I'll just I entertained him and it's kind of nice for him to, you know, shop with me maybe for a bit and, and get all the stuff. What but, what uh, do you mean you get it? What's there to get? He was being a why I don't know. Because it's a boring it's because it's more interesting. Okay. It's more interesting to kind of I don't know chat about chat to someone and basically and partner up with, with them and I agree. Guy tried to take over my cart. No, <laughs> he was loading with stuff I didn't need. <laughs> like man, new sales Just tactic. Upselling me, Depot. upselling me, upselling me. Throwing stuff no, in the it was, cart. It, it was fun. <laughs> uh, for the common <laughs> Joe, what is a baluster? Like a stair railing. Like a, a banister like a, like, or a baluster? Like a, uh, what did I say? You said baluster. I think baluster is the is like the picket. No, it's a banister. I, mean, I think. No, I I think you're wrong. <laughs> we'll have to let our t- listeners decide and send us a tweet. <laughs> okay, got it. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, also another side note, um, your yeah. basement. Last time I was at your place. We yes. came up with the idea for the unbelievable under the staircase podcast recording nook. Yes, I'm getting the boot from my my home studio right here, which is in the upstairs, which is kind of like the premium real estate of our house. The yeah. basement, not so much. Yeah. But uh, either way, I'm getting shipped down there, and I'll, I, I I'll give all the credit to you, Jeremy. You figured that that little basement uh, under stair nook. I had nothing to do with it, and then once you said that, it sparked a. Uh, it sparked a real flame in me, and it's been uh, the creative juices have been flowing for that space. If you can take some nice before and after after pics, because I think those would e- either be great for the open road Instagram or your own Instagram. Yeah, because that podcast also to, is going to be unreal. I'd also really love to like for the before pic, really just to do it up. Like I'm going to put like the fake cobwebs in oh, there, yeah, 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 and yeah. just like dump a bunch of sawdust around. Perfect. And, yeah bunch of crap piled under there so it'll be really dramatic really good call yeah that's an excellent call so you're getting the boot because of uh because the uh incoming baby because of the incoming baby um how this little how things been going in that in that front um pretty hilarious yeah because um well we did i i I told you that we went stroller shopping right you you told me you were going to go stroller shopping i told you that oh it's so complicated what are those things like? Uh, fifteen hundred bucks or more? They're not. Fi- I don't think they're fifteen hundred dollars. We were looking. They're like maybe like nine hundred dollars. Oh my god! But then that, that's. But you, oh yeah, so you might be right because it's nine hundred dollars. But that's just the stroller, and then you have to get this uh, car seat. Sorry, yeah, like the car seat that goes in the car that has like a little base. But then the car seat can unclip and then oh. would clip very beautifully in the stroller. It's like a two in one. Yeah, like a two one. But I will say, Jeremy, I have I had fun kind of playing with the different uh, mechanisms of strollers, and it you get what you pay for with strollers. Absolutely, yeah. some of these cheaper ones are so heavy and clunky and so hard to break down. Interesting. And uh, so, yeah. Here, here's I mean, a question: I 
generally probably 90% of the time agree with the sentence the sentence and sentiment you get what you pay for yes i'm leaving 10% open cuz there's got to be things that don't matter you can pay way less or way more what do you think some of those things are with a stroller no 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 just in life oh um, like what are some things okay. in life where you could pay way less and like it's not like oh you get what you pay for like you you got something amazing at way less price well, I mean, I th- I always think that with cars, like I think with cars, um, I d- I would disagree. Okay, well, would you let me even finish my yeah, sentence? Yeah, obviously. Because you can get like a pretty nice little stripped down um, Ford, or, or sorry, Honda Honda Civic. You can get them like really stripped down, brand new for I think a pretty reasonable price. Okay. In the car game, and you can get, let's say, you can get three or four hundred thousand kilometers on that car. I mean, so if you want to get the same size car, but then you want to get all these bells and whistles that in four years after you have it really don't mean anything to you, I think it's been, that's a bit of a a wasteful purchase. I don't know. I think heated seats mean something to me after four years. Uh, all right, fine. I mean, I have this like beater vehicle. And it's kind of nice. Like it has automatic windows, which is the most glamorous part about it. Where I will give you some credit, though, is that I think, yeah, really, you're going A to B. The main things you use would be like radio, steering wheel, and pedals. Yes, so I know. Really, beyond that, I mean, it's all. I, I've always chirped to like the the multi motorized adjustable seat. Who adjusts their seat that much? Well, I Needing mean, to make it so people. convenient. Some people need good lumbar support. I, I I know that I sit very close to the wheel. Like my wife is quite a bit smaller than me, and we never adjust wheels or seats. So that's kind of a nice thing about me, I guess. I'm very uh, very accommodating of other people's vehicles when I drive them. Um, one way that I like to find a little bit of adventure or maybe a little bit more like excitement in my life is behind the wheel of a car. Mm. Um, one of the cars that cool. I have is yeah, a, you do is a, is a Volkswagen GTI. It has a two liter turbo engine. It's fast it's fun it's like peppy um how how do you feel about finding adventure behind the wheel of a car do you think that is just stupid or do you think that's acceptable uh i think it's fun i'll lay out like i'm a very boring driver yeah and i i never really speed um i never do anything crazy yeah because i'm always very conscious of the health of the vehicle okay and i actually really enjoy driving with you if i enjoy driving with you if i'm in the front seat if i'm in the back seat i feel like i'm gonna throw up <laughs> um no yeah i did remember when we were driving back from that gala and your wife was in the front and i was in the back i actually felt quite nauseous yeah but that was a different scenario it wasn't though that was you driving and that's the scenario yeah. we're talking about yeah i guess that's true um, those were such nice curvy roads though you know what i'm saying <laughs> I guess so. I feel like everyone was nauseous on that car ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I've always enjoyed a, a good aggressive ride. It's Of course, it's very fun. I have so much fun uh, pulling a trailer and even ah. more fun backing up the trailer. I love the challenge. The challenge is really good. I, I feel as though you feel pretty accomplished. Have you, like launching a boat, one of my favorite moments was yes. when I was launching a camp, uh, a boat at camp, one of the Ski Nautique uh, wakeboard boats. With a standard truck. It felt amazing. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a great so skill good. to have, backing up a oh, trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What kind of trailers are you backing up these days? Just like normal trailer. Normal like trailer. Junk Here's and there. lumber and stuff, yeah. And sometimes a boat trailer. Nice. 
Well, yeah, what, yeah. what other what other adventures is life throwing your way, Calvin? Like it's so dark outside now, but like five o'clock. I know. It's really nasty. I mean, so I get up and I go to work and I'm driving to work and it's pitch black and then I get home from work and it's usually dusk. Yeah. And I can like do one little thing outside if I need to. That's it. But it's dark pretty quick, so I got to, you know, get a couple pieces of firewood in or go stick my head in the beehive or close my shed door. One of those three. How are the bees doing? Uh, they're doing pretty good. I mean, they're pretty uh, pretty docile these days. Uh, it, it, they don't really like the cold weather at all, so they're shutting it down. So I had to make them a little insula- insulated wrap that I'm going to put on there to keep them healthy over the winter. Um, but that's like anything... And I think I've said this before on the podcast, getting into the bees, any kind of research, there's just like a million different opinions out there. Yeah. And so you just kind of have to choose a path or choose someone that you like Yeah. and uh, and just keep following that. And I, I, I tend to do that with a lot of different things. I'll find one um, resource and I'll just stay with that one resource. And then above that or like yeah, beyond that, it becomes too much, too much to like one resource that I trust. And then we'll just stick with that. So I agree with that. I think even in the world of podcasting, there's like endless things to listen to and to yes. suck up your time. So who are the who are the people that but you're going it, to kind of kind of it's allow hard. to to be your main sources? Uh, my main sources. There's this one lady that I have this email back and forth with about the bees. So she, I think she is like the um, head of the Muskoka Beekeepers Association, oh. and she keeps trying to get me to like. I think I emailed them one time but now i'm on like the email list for them right and they keep trying to get me to come out to like club meetings and stuff uh, <laughs> i never have but uh anyways i'll just like fire them lots of questions and then also my uncle and cousin i just uh usually they give me 99 percent of my info so do you follow one of our previous guests graham genvy on instagram yes yeah I did do. you see one I of his latest posts about his bees yeah yeah he had a big uh, falling out the mites got the best of my hive. The queen has died. Sad day for me, but I must keep my chin up and keep beekeeping. In fact, on my latest yeah. business trip, I met a gal who does this, 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 this. Time to rebuild and prepare for next spring. We need bees and they need us. So I got to send my thanks out to people like you, people like Graham, who who keep the bees and who keep our, our, uh, our crops pollinated. Very important. I don't know if it's true or not, but I I heard this summer that they made the endangered species list. I'm not sure if that's uh, really, accurate, but I believe that's what happened. Um, what <laughs> what's an animal on the endangered species list that you think we could do without? <laughs> it's like honestly, well, already, if you're endangered, I already by now, I already like, said the eggplant, <laughs> the eggplant. Yeah, that's, eggplant ob. We never talk I about wish that endangered, endangered plants, do we? Uh, no one cares about plants the way they care about animals. I know. They're living okay, too. I, I don't even know what endangered animals there are. I don't know. Like, like polar bear obviously. Like tigers. I mean some kind of some I, kind of fish. Like I don't I don't care about a fish. You don't? You well, don't an care. endangered fish? You don't care about our ecosystem? That's what you asked me. You said you said give me one animal that you don't care about. <laughs> I, I do not care about this like rando eel that's endangered. I think one thing that is interesting about the whole endangered species list is like we are never really told, like, we're we always told it's bad if all the, if animals die, but we're never really told the reason why or the impact that the falling away of animals will have on on us. In some ways, I feel as though right. humans are so arrogant that we just think we'll figure out a way to make it work. 
Yeah. And maybe we're arrogant, but maybe we're actually really resilient and we can actually make it work no matter what else is going on out there, which is why people don't actually care. I don't know. It's one of those crazy things, right? And and there's a word for it that somebody told me, but it's basically, it describes what, one like a conversation like this that really has no answer. Yeah. But I mean, you're right. So, I mean, if like, let's say a dozen of the animals on the endangered species list go extinct, does our world really change? It's, right. I mean, it's of course sad that we have now lost the whatever tiger and the yep. polar bear, but yeah, what does that really mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's some conversation that we can get into with some of the guests that we're having coming up on the podcast. Um, I was away with work this week and that was probably the main nail in the coffin for <laughs> booking an interview this week. We had a, we have a couple hey, lines I, that I, we're going to do. Yeah. Um, do you think it was my really fault or what? To, no, I, I, I don't think it was your fault. Okay. I was definitely, I'm more than capable of booking a guest, but uh, it just couldn't work out for a day for all of us in three different time zones to work, so that's fine. Um. It would be so fun to get a zookeeper on. I was just thinking. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. the zookeeper I'd at like the zoo where they had to kill that gorilla, Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> Instant meme. Okay, Jer, I I wanted to actually tell you about this earlier. <laughs> I saw this hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay, I've been lately doing the thing where in the morning when I'm eating my breakfast, I'll do the left swipe on my iPhone. Did you see me do that? Read the news? To read like the latest like uh, headlines. They're like the most clickbait, clickbaity headlines. And one was that this uh, mini or like this uh, van in Toronto with 14 dogs was stolen. Oh my gosh. And so it was like total outrage for all the 14 dog owners. And my first thought, like I was just like sitting by myself eating my uh, egg in the morning (laughs) reading this. And I was just like, eh, not the worst thing in the world. (laughs) Like they just need the complete non-dog person. Some rando headline to just that's that's pretty funny. Jeremy, I truly think though, I truly think that I'm gonna say seventy-five to eighty-five percent of dog owners resent and dislike and maybe hate their dogs. Wow, hate their dogs. Yep, I'll go hate. So why on earth do they have them? It's they, a bold theory. Pe- people get dogs because they think it's the right thing to do at the time. And they're super cute and fluffy when they're a little puppy. And then they grow in this, into this kind of nasty animal. Yeah. I would say I like maybe 2% of dogs I meet. Yeah. No, maybe would, more than that. Would, maybe, maybe 10. 10% of dogs? Like there's some dogs that are really friendly. And then you ask the owners, is this a good dog? And they say, yeah. I guess I don't really know what that means, but... Well, that's the thing about dog owners. They always say their dog's friendly. Does a dog owner ever say, oh, watch out, he's a biter? <laughs> no, they always say, oh, yeah, go right up, give him a sniff. Yeah, good point. Always, without fail. Good point. Even if it's like the savage pit bull. There's also a lot of dogs that are just not very soft to touch. Like, most cats are really soft to touch, which is great. And then certain dogs are really soft. And that, in my mind, is one of the main benefits of a pet is, like, when you're petting your pet, that it actually feels nice. Yeah, I, I, I understand that it would be kind of nice to maybe use a dog as a means of, uh, um, like, a stress reliever. Yep. Just a nice having something nice and comforting to pat. Yeah. But uh, I just have always thought with dogs and cats, they're, they're, uh, they're not worth the hassle. Not worth the hassle, eh? They're not worth it. Um, 
Well, any other ways you found adventure in the week the week that was? Um, hmm. Well, Jared, I was uh, working with some guys this this uh, on Friday, yeah. and there's been this squirrel that's like been hanging around our job site. Oh, that's funny. And so we just finished the upstairs of the boathouse, yeah. and so we uh, but we don't have a real door on there, so we just have like plywood door on there right now, yeah. and we'll eat our lunch in there. <laughs> and so I went in there for lunch the other day on Thursday. And the squirrel, it's like this huge fat squirrel, and it had eaten like half my banana. Stop it. No, it did. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I, and this is the fourth time I've caught this stupid squirrel <laughs> in the lunchroom. So I'm chasing it and trying to kill it yeah. now um, pretty aggressively. And he got away, of course, and I knew he'd come back. And so we came back. The, no, no, sorry. He ate my banana that time, <laughs> and he also knocked over and drank a guy's coffee. Unreal. Which is hilarious. Unreal. So obviously this squirrel's all fired up. Sugar and, so, and caffeine. <laughs> And so one of the other guys we're working with, he has like this uh, back injury. Yeah. And so I uh, got one of his back pills, his like painkillers, yeah. and I stuck it in like um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a, one of those, uh, uh, it's, not, it's like a chip, but it's round, veggie chips. Okay. Veggie straws. Yeah, 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 yeah Stuck yeah, it yeah. in there. St- stuck the painkiller in there and put it on the floor <laughs> and uh, it was gone. So the squirrel went for it, took the bait. So do you think that it's like slowly lumbering around somewhere? I don't know. It was like it, it, there was good debate um, about you know if this is cruel or not. But I think because like <laughs> think about taking a painkiller like the size of your fist, <laughs> <laughs> forty times dose. Like this thing is tiny, and then it's yeah, it's, yeah. You would be pretty donezo. That's pretty cruel, Calvin. <laughs> I think actually now that I think about it, is that a cruel death for a squirrel? Do you think it would it's kill it? So much. Ah, uh, I hope it would kill it. If you, t- I think if you took a pill, the size what of your was fist, it? What was it like? Was it like Tylenol or was it T three codeine? No, no, it was like a prescription painkiller. A prescription painkiller. Yeah, dude, he could have sold like, that for like ten bucks, and he gave it to you to feed a squirrel. Yeah, we all agreed on that. It was a good idea. <laughs> that is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I can support that vocally. Out it's loud just the in little public. things in life. The little things, eh? Yeah, uh, I was traveling all last week. I was in uh, Calgary and Vancouver, um, and I th- we've talked about this a little bit before. Where you try to find some kind of adventure when you're on the road. Yes. Um, I would say this time around it was probably like a five out of ten in terms of how much adventure I found. So a bit of a failure. Okay. But I had okay. dinner with uh, Dylan Ham when I was in uh, when I was no in uh, Vancouver, which was great. Great to see Dylan. That's a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I made, nice. I made sure to reach out to him. And then that was another thing. Uh, we talked a little bit last time about how to spark up conversation with someone on a plane. And I had a really great conversation with uh, a number of people on my plane ride. So I was really happy with that. That's fun. Yeah. So you're good at that. So I feel as though. You're a good engager. And it was interesting because we were chatting on the plane. And, um, and one thing I said is that we were chatting about was like when I'm on a plane and I don't ever talk to anyone and I just watch a movie or listen to music, I always see that a massive see that as a massive wasted opportunity. Okay. Where like, oh man, I didn't have a meaningful connection. I didn't hear about a new perspective. I didn't like it just kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. So I was really mm-hmm. grateful to have that and I feel as though that kind of was a nice capper on my trip. There was one on the way home, so it was good. What what are your thoughts on like how far does the conversation need to go where to a point where you would exchange emails? Has it ever come to that? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you, I always, not always, but most of the time, I'll like hand out a card at the end. 
if okay. it was like a decent yeah. conversation. Oh yeah, that's great. Cards are great, right? So it's just, oh yeah. hey, this was really usually you like you'll for sure talk about work. You'll for sure talk a little bit about family, and then sure. depending on where it goes from that, like that's always where you start, and then you probably might even get a little deeper. So you always exchange info, and then usually I'll send a follow up typically just to like a oh hey thanks for chatting nice to meet you. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, if they give it up, I guess yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really good for you. I'm gonna try and do that more. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my, that's so not my, uh, it's really not my personality to do that. So it would take a lot. And I've done it before, but it takes, uh, I have to really think about it and, and be yeah. quite intentional about it. Well, and that's, um, that is even a good, a good segue to some future episodes we're, we're going to be having. Uh, we chatted a little bit about uh, some of the guests we have coming up, uh, another travel company, a guy who's all about uh, reducing waste in our in our lives and in the world. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that we want to do in the future is have uh, a couple episodes on uh, where we talk about the Enneagram, which is a personality test. And we're going to talk about how different personalities um, experience adventure and like to have adventure and find adventure based on the different types of people that are out there in our world. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So Jeremy and I, we've both done the quiz. The te- yeah, it's pretty long. It was 144 questions. Yep. And uh, we're both just so uh, enlightened about ourselves and oh, yeah. the world and our perspective here on Earth. So it's going to be some fun conversation. And we, ho- um, well, we hope to get Cole on for that one, those episodes. Yes. We might do a couple of them, a little two-parter or something like that. And then we also want to chat with some of our ex-guests to see if they've done some personality testing mm-hmm. and see how that plays into their desire and thirst for adventure and if you have done the enneagram uh we'd love for you to send us uh in advance of this show uh send us what your personality type is and how you like to find adventure that could be really cool so if you've done that and if you have Great any idea, idea yeah. what that is uh we'd recommend you uh getting in touch with us that would be awesome it's called the enneagram e-n-n-e-a-g-r-a-m Speaking of mixing personalities yeah. and your recent conversation with Dylan Ham, that I was thinking about this week that the time that you, myself, Dylan, and Jordan were in the RV, yeah. we were about to have dinner in the RV somewhere. I think we were in Quebec or New Brunswick or something, and you found this giant bag of paper plates in the RV, <laughs> and the RV became divided yes. between whether or not to use these paper plates. Yeah. What a great conversation. That was really good because the debate was to use paper plates that so we didn't have to do dishes or to use normal plates like our picnic basket and actually have to wash the dishes. I was firmly and, planted and, and leave the plates. I was the firmly planted in the use the uh yes, use the uh paper plates and Jordan and maybe I don't know who was it was mainly Jordan and me I, who were polarized. Yeah, I remember being. I remember wanting to use the plates. Use the paper plates. Yeah, and I think Dylan was perhaps not wanting Maybe to use Maybe a swing them. vote. But here was my argument, and I guess Jordan's not here, so it's pretty unfair. But it's like, I feel as though once you buy something from the store, it's literally one step away from the landfill. So in a the perfect world, done. you would never buy paper plates in the first place. But if you have them, you may as well use them. Right, and then just never buy the them landfill. again. And then commit to never buying them again. So I was like, I right. don't want to do these dishes. Jordan, feel free to do the dishes if you want to use those plates. And it, but that, yeah, got right. so it it got <laughs> that got so heated. That got so heated. It broke up the band. <laughs> it really did. It was like on day two, the rest of the trip was an absolute flop. <laughs> Six weeks later. It's funny. I, uh, I was actually today, as I was going through all my files on my computer, I was looking at old video footage from those trips. 
Oh, really? And I have done That's cool. nothing with that video, video footage. The very first trip we did, the five weeks out west, I made videos like on the road and made a lot of great videos. That tr- that trip, that three week period, is all just raw footage waiting to be edited. Fun. Well, fun, but, you're ever gonna do but it? annoying because it's work. Yeah, it's work. You hate work, but it'll be. You know, I was thinking it's good content for, uh, for uh, you know, the future. Get a content stream going. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, cool. One thing I've been doing is making. Well, one thing that I might do with the footage at some point. Uh, and I did this with uh, my footage from Iceland. I created a series called Iceland in 60 Seconds. Oh, yes. Did I tell you about those this? Those are great. I, I, I saw all oh, those. Yeah, I saw, saw all those. five. So I'm yeah. still editing those, but basically they're, they're little snippets from my Iceland trip that I'll share at some point once they're finished uh, being edited. But it's a really good way to kind of go through a lot of footage and make it actually interesting and engaging, and you can post it everywhere. And uh, stay tuned for those. Those will come out sometime in the future. But I was thinking about doing something similar. Like there were some hilarious clips I came across, Calvin, where like when we would go through a drive through where we are shirtless in our bed going through the drive through <laughs> in the RV at the window with the, at the side window or like so fun when we were on in Prince Edward Island with that massive lobster when we were just running around there. There's other footage I found of when we were getting a caricature done and and I was videoing the <laughs> artist and us standing there and stuff. It was really fun, actually. Yeah, that's that great. was an awesome trip. <laughs> so I don't Jer- know. I, wh- have you ever done an online course? Yes. Um, what are your thoughts on the mandatory discussion group? Uh, I mostly think it's BS. Right, like it doesn't. I, it like it doesn't really do anything for your learning. Maybe it does. I don't know. Not for me. I've been finding that it's just yeah, it's just the biggest burden. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, well, and no, no one puts on anything of value, and so I mean, and then because like it's just that crazy cycle, like no one puts anything of value on, and then of course uh, because they're reading, they just, they just do it because they have to and have to put a little thought on, and I, I understand, and I've done the exact same thing at this point. I just put a little my two cents in there, and it's worthless, um, but I do it because I have to. And I just feel like, what's why do they do this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't mean to offend Calvin, but that's just a, a terribly boring thing to talk about. I, I, it was your, just your, a part of my day today. Your, your online course. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> <laughs> honestly people. I, people are literally turning off the podcast. I was so excited. I was doing so well in that course, and then, and then I forgot to hand in the biggest assignment. I forgot to hand it in ten days late. Tisk tisk. And I got majorly penalized. So. Live and learn. Live and learn. I'm still, I'm still doing good, but I mean, it really got to me. <laughs> yeah, that would be a hit to your ego. <laughs> it's a real hit to my ego, and my grade, of course. Um, as we look forward, Calvin, I think we should get get close to wrap wrapping this thing up. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up, man. Um, what? Uh, I guess we talked a little bit about what people have to look forward to. Yep, a little bit about that. Uh, we talked a little um, bit about our adventures, whether it's school or life or babies or work, travel. Um, you know, try to find those little ways to find a little more adventure in the everyday. There's lots of them out there. Um, throw this podcast on, and while you're listening to it, think about uh, think about what some of those things might be wherever you are in the world. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, any other baby questions for me? I'm pretty like pretty good at the baby questions. Uh, really, I'll, at this I'll point. have to think of some. Yeah, I can pretty much answer anything. Um, 
my, my main question would be like, are bonnets still an acceptable form of clothing? I see way too few babies in bonnets these days. Well, I think um, they've maybe just been replaced by the, the common toque. The beanie. You know, you see a lot of babies in toques, right? The baby but the beanie. Bonnet, but the bonnet is nice because it blocks the sun, right? It's like a sunshade. I just think is bonnets that? need to make a comeback. That's interesting. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying, that's what I'm going to leave this podcast with. Yeah, it's been uh, good. You, you may leave. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, if you want to hear more, subscribe. You probably already subscribed if you're listening to this. Uh, we do have some great interviews coming up, and we're not going to stop. We are going to be committed to putting out we an episode a week. We refuse to stop. Refuse to stop. Going to continue to grow the show. Share it with your friends if you think that they would want more uh, adventure in their everyday Follow us on Instagram. I hope you're feeling better next week. Thank you. Thank you. You sound terrible. Thank you. You sound really ill. I'm not ill. Like, I'm not sick. I don't feel sick, but I just have this whatever in the back of my throat. It's really frustrating. But anyways, from your travels. Anyways. All right. Signing off. Check us out on uh, Instagram. Maybe there'll be nothing on our Instagram page this no, week. No, there will. I got, a I got a oh, backlog okay, yeah, of pics good. from when we were uh, traveling, when, uh, when you and I got together at Dundas Peak. Oh, nice. You know what would be great, Jer? What? If you're, um, maybe one of your 10-second clips from Iceland video. Yeah, if I get those Perhaps. done. If I get those done. Maybe I'll find a, a, a video clip from our East Coast trip. That'll be good. Back in the day. Cool. All right. All right. Oh, we said all right at the same time. <laughs> one, one, two, three, bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. <laughs>